Hey guys, it's your girl Yo Khaled. I'm here with Miss Jane from the Virgin Hair Fantasy. Hi. Hello, hello. And I'm really excited. I'm holding it down for the Blunt Talk crew. We're here in Atlanta, and I want to talk to Miss Jane about um just everything: hair, beauty, family. We're going to talk about ups and downs of being in the beauty industry. Of course, we're talk about building a family and how you incorporate your family in your business. We're gonna talk about a lot of good stuff, so hang in there. Um, the featured artist for this week is To A Million, so check out his music as well. And yeah, we're gonna jump right into it. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Jane Harris, and I am a wig maker. I've been a wig maker for about 11 years. Yeah, <laughs> and I actually love, I enjoy making wigs. It's so much fun. So did when you um, got into beauty, did you just jump right into wigs or did you try like being a beautician? Beautician, yeah. Yeah, I actually didn't go to beauty school. I started doing hair because I needed to fix my hair problem and I became obsessed with it. It was just so much fun. Um, I actually have a marketing and business degree from AIU. Um, yeah, I really loved marketing. That's my initial, that's what I thought was my passion was marketing. Uh, but I started having hair problems and I just became obsessed with just figuring out what worked for me. I worked on Madison Avenue in New York and I was a store manager, didn't have a lot of time. Retail's crazy in New York. Right. So I needed something that was available and fast. So right. I didn't have that option. So I was like, I'll just make my own wig. Couldn't afford the one I really wanted. So I started just playing with YouTube and- YouTube saves lives. Like yes, you YouTube education, like YouTube <laughs> university. Yes. Okay, so I'm, I'm a beginner on the wig making, um, I guess, journey. So when I originally started, I was the hand sewer. Were you the hand sewer when you first yeah, started? Yeah, for sure. In? I still am. Cer Ooh. Certain looks you can only do with with uh, stitching, there's this look called the Tina Turner that no one, you have to make, it's almost like a spiritual connection with the wig. You have to make it with your hand, track Lord. by track, and you keep going. It's so much fun. And if any of you out there have made wigs in your entire life, or if you're thinking about making them, you know that hand making a wig, it takes time, takes time. patience. And love. Yes. Lots of love. You have to love, love it. it. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be pissed. <laughs> so Even upset. after you love it, you'd still be upset because you'll make mistakes. <laughs> But Heck that's yeah. yeah. That is so interesting. So okay. Then you got into it because it was a it was a necessary yes. need. You yes. got into it with that. That's really interesting. So you took that need and it became a passion of love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. And then how did you shift that into now you're, you know, your own big company? I know you said you mentioned your marketing degree, so now, you know, that kind of really helped out. Yeah, it's helped now. I didn't realize how much of that marketing experience I got from college that I would apply in my business. I, going into the hair business, I was like, oh, beauty, you know, I just need to know to take pictures and, you know, edit them and all that. But there's a whole beast of uh, running a business that goes behind that. So uh, fast forward, back then when I started Virgin, I just thought I had to be the most skilled wig maker. I had to put out the best looking styles. Um, but now 10 or well, 11 years in, I realized that it's really not, that's like maybe 20% of the work. Mm -hmm. uh, the other 80% is everything else, uh, customer service, right. marketing, um, inventory, finances, like a whole bunch of other factors that I didn't even think about. Right. It wasn't even on my agenda. And now I'm looking back, I'm like, <laughs> but I'm figuring it out, so yeah. That's awesome. Were there any um, struggles getting into the beauty industry at the beginning? 
No, I had a full time job, so okay. I if there were struggles, I, I it didn't really affect me because I had money coming in for my full time right. job. I had a great job, I loved it, which is so smart. I loved my job. I was selling shoes on Madison Avenue. I made commission. I was good. So the hair was. I just got into it as easily as I wanted to. There was no stress. That's what I tell people all the time. If you're going to start a business and you have a job, don't quit your job. Yes. Don't quit your job. I don't care how passionate you are about <laughs> it because your bills will passionately come every month. And they don't care if you don't no, have No, it doesn't matter. No. No, it's not fair to put that kind of pressure on a new business. You have to have. But the reason why people quit their regular jobs, oh, I don't have time to do it, I don't have time. You have time. Mm-hmm. You will sacrifice sleep. You will sacrifice playtime. But that's what you have to do until your new business has enough feet to over, you know, take over your old business. You're preaching to the choir. I tell people that there's no 24 hours job. in you the day. To, yeah. Use them. Yeah. Like, you, you don't have, you can sleep the full eight if you want to, but you don't have, you don't to. have to. Some people, want, they want to watch Netflix, and I get it, because I, I, there are days and I'm like, you know what? I'm watching Netflix tonight. <laughs> but, you know, you just have to make the, in the beginning, I made that sacrifice. I just knew the outing, the, you know, I couldn't do barbecue. I mean, I couldn't do a lot of outings, because I was like, I have a full-time job. It was a trade. Yeah. 50 hours a week, and I have to put in the time on the weekend and at night. So with that came, I didn't have that kind of fear of not making the money because I had a, I had a job. Right. Um, the key now would be not to let your regular job know because your work because you don't want your work to decline because you now are staying up at night. You have to balance it out. You have to find a balance. Ooh, we're gonna talk on that. Okay. So putting a pin on dice. I wanted to go back to something. Um, you made mention. Well, there's. Nowadays, I feel like becoming an entrepreneur is kind of like popping popcorn. Everyone kind of wants to do it. They're not really sure what it takes and what it involves. So when you mentioned the whole 24-hour hustle, that's exactly what I build my premise on, that 24-hour hustle. And then understanding that it's better to have multiple streams of income than to have that one thing. Because like you said, you're going to take away from your business and, you know, not give yourself the whole tidbit. So... When, before you got to, okay, I need to find balance, or this is what balance would look like, did you have a point of like, well, I guess no, because you already had a job. Yeah, I had a job, and I think when I made the transition was when I felt like my regular job was finite, I could equate finance, like money, customer saying, it's the money, you know, know, when I would get off work at six, and I would, because that's the only time I would have to check my emails, I couldn't check my emails, that's another thing, you can't take from one and give the other. The reason why I had my regular job for 13 years because I gave good work. I was a good worker. Like I came to work on time. I became store manager at a young age because I just worked hard. So I didn't want them to see a difference in the Jane that they pay me salary for. That's another thing we, we do is we, you're getting paid 20 bucks a month for a job. Mm-hmm. Just do that job. Right. And do more. Don't ever do less than that because that would just mess up your own work ethics when you go to your own company. Um, Because people think they can switch it off. Like work ethic is something you can switch on. It's in your blood if you can. Even when you hang out with friends. It's the same respect for time and and all of that stuff. So it's really important. So, yeah, you can't switch work ethics off. And you can't, because you don't like a job, not show up on time. That that looks back on your personal brand, your character. It does. Because then how are you going to have the conversation with the pitch following up with, hey, shot with me here or it'd be interested with this and it's like but i know what you do in real life exactly (laughs) i have those moments a lot um here back in charlotte just seeing people on social media because social media has a 
horrible depiction of what reality is. So, yeah. so seeing someone on social media and seeing it in real life, it's like, I would love to support you because what I see is awesome, but what I know... <laughs> uh, doesn't match. <laughs> it doesn't match. Yeah. Okay, that's that's interesting. So I, what I'm taking from this is it's important to have a matching persona, whether it's personal or whether it's your... Your nine to five that you're working towards, or nine to five that you're working, you know, for someone else. Yeah, make it all make sense. Yes, it's important Um, because again, if you think about how you're what you not doing your job the right way, whether it's five bucks an hour or five hundred dollars an hour, it affects your habit. And once you form that habit, it's going to be really hard to break out of it. If you're the type of person that doesn't go over and beyond for a job, a task, you're not doing it for your company. You. you may do it the first few times, but then you're going to go back to what you're known to do, which is half, you know, half-ass. Yeah. Because you already, that's your character. That's, what you do. that's your known now. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm used to just achieving higher than I'm expected, staying up late, working on weekends, doing what I have to do, that's in me already. I did it for someone else. I'm definitely going to do it do for, for my me. Business. Come on. So it's just a good way to build, I mean, you're doing yourself a favor. Um, regardless of whether you work for someone or you work for yourself. Because you always work for yourself. You're never working for someone. It's a 24-hour thing. You are working for for yourself. Yeah. And when you have that in you, there's no calling out, showing to work late. I wish. I try to have this conversation with my sister all the time. uh, Please don't kick me in the butt. But she has that struggle. She feels like she can snap into work ethic and what she does at her regular job is just what she does at her regular job. But I'm like... Okay, where I was like, no, it's, it's... She's not alone. That's something most people... So it's not something that she's... No, I, at some point in my life, I was that way. It took... I, I don't know when it clicked. I think a few books I read, it just clicked. I was like, wait, wait, I'm, I'm not doing this. It's not about them. It's about, it's about me. <laughs> like, I look bad. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even about you. Because you're not even... I don't even know if I'm going to be recognized with you in about five months. But me, yeah. my track record, like I, I, I sit on any panel or I can stay anywhere to say the job I worked, my last job that I worked for 13 years, I can go back anytime, anytime. Like I, I, I know the owner, the owner's like, man, Jane, we miss you. That's my legacy. And that's good word of mouth too. That's what I want. That's good. That's what. Period. And right <laughs> now, three of my sisters work at my old job. They would have never started working there if it wasn't for the fact that they're like, oh, Jane, okay, good work ethics. And my sisters are killing it at that same job. That's amazing. My same job. In the last, so it's like you, 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 you're, as you go along with these jobs that we've called just regular jobs, that is your path. And you're going through it and you're learning from it. Take every position and just milk it and learn from it. You're literally speaking to the choir because that's why I tell people all the times. I try to find, if I'm going to try a new job, I try to find a job that I haven't done before. I want to learn a new skill. I don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again that I'm not learning anything. Even if it's not directed towards, you know, creative direction, it's still something that I can use at some point. Yeah. So I'm super big on self-talk. I'm super big on experience. So I definitely understand. Um, I think when I started Blood Talk, well, I started Blood Talk a year ago, but when I started Just Be three years ago, something in my head was like, you have to wake up every day and like live, shit, breathe what you do. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, I need to figure out a good balance of like having fun and being normal, I guess, and like having downtime and not being full-fledged business. Yeah. And that's like, I think there's like, there's a happy medium, sure. But right now there's like, either you are not focused enough, you don't have a work ethic, or you have too much work ethic. I know. 
So there's like that's I struggle with that too. Man. Just taking a little break, you know. Sometimes I struggle, and that no, no one's perfect on that. Like I try really hard. Like it's a daily. Okay, so today, what are we gonna do? I'm not gonna be on my phone. I'll check my DMs. It's the weekend, you know. Okay. Even with Someday. me, the conversation with my children, it's an, a daily thing. People are like, oh, you think you would have it figured out by now? No. I'm still learning. <laughs> I don't have it figured how, out. When are, when are we ever going to have it figured out? Never. When the game's constantly changing. When change you it? die. Literally. When you die. That's when you... I, I mean, there are people who are... Warren Buffett's still trying to figure it out. And he's one of the smartest people on this earth, in my opinion, based on his business moves and how he has acquired wealth in such short time. I, you're still going to... I think knowing that it's not a destination, it's just a journey, we're going to continue to... Because things going to continue to change. Yeah. Once you have it figured out, boom, I have a third child. I'm like, what? Three children? Then you figure it over again. And it's changed. Oh, he's now three. He's speaking now. It's changed Same again. Thing. It's constantly... Like, why am I sitting here giving myself a hard time about not knowing, not figuring out... I'm not supposed to know. I'm supposed to want to know. And keep going. Want to figure yeah. it out. So I it's self books and, you know, pep talks and prayers and, you know, church and, and, and so these are bottles of wine. You know, you just, you know, you just figuring it out. You know? I get that. I definitely get that. Because, man, going from where I was, I learned that, I think, maybe six months in that my go-to was a notebook. So I knew if I were to do anything, I have to have a notebook. Big, small, pocket size, notebooks. doesn't matter. Yeah. I have to have a notebook. I love a notebook. In my car, in my backpack, I have to write things down. I know that about myself now. And now I'm learning, okay, you need to give yourself one day. Just one day where you're not email corresponding, where you're not planning something out, where you're not trying to do a show, where you're just not. Because mm-hmm. I am coming to a point where it's like, I don't know, I'm not burnt out, but just kind of just stagnant. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Have you, no, it's have you ever experienced yes, the point where this was... Oh, for sure. It happens, I think it happens to me every three months. It okay. happens to me more often than I would like to admit. It just, I get to a point where I'm like, oh, not motivated. Like, I, nothing, everything's the same. And when that happens, I just grab a new book. It always helps. It's a quick fix for me. What is Jane reading right now? The E-Myth. Okay. E-Myth. It's uh, by Michael Gerber. It's okay. E-Myth for entrepreneurs, business owners. Um, I, someone told me about it three months ago, and I bought it about a month ago, and I just finished it last week, and I started it over again. Lovely. Yeah, it's like the best book I've read, period. And I was like, oh my God, I gotta read it again. So I'm reading it and I'm reading yeah. it with my audience for okay. the first time. Because I've I, seen that. Yeah, I tell yeah, them to read yeah, books, yeah. but everyone's like, read a book. Ugh. I don't have time to. I'm like, I get it. So I'm learning about makeup. And, I'm, and makeup, one thing I don't like about makeup, it takes so much, it takes so much time. to. Do, I mean, it takes me like 25 minutes to do my eyebrows. The fact that you have lashes, you get a high five for that. Thank you. I put myself in the eyes every time oh, I try. Beginning. All the time. So I'm like, if I'm going to invest this valuable time to learn how to do my makeup, which I so desperately need because I don't, it saves me money to do, know how to do my own makeup. Right. Um, I'm going to read a book while I'm doing my makeup. So it's like I'm learning because it forces me to read a book and it forces me to do my makeup. It's two perfect things together. So I was, I started reading I do audiobooks and I'm doing my makeup at the same time and I posted the first video about it the other day and it, it did really well yeah, it, it felt that. it like did really well like in my heart I didn't care about the numbers I just like if I'm like this is what I've been wanting to do 
I'm gonna we're gonna read together and do makeup together. So it's been it's been great. That is beautiful. I love the fact when you said it. It wasn't about the numbers. It wasn't about the like. It just how felt you so felt. good. It felt so good. I was like, it don't matter how y'all like it. <laughs> no, this is how it's gonna be. <laughs> Anytime I do my makeup, put it up. You don't have to watch it. I love it, but I want to watch it because what you're so saying. Nice. Oh my gosh. It's important if you're if listen you're to a book. Like, and then who doesn't like watching someone do makeup? I watch it all the time. That's what I'm saying. But we're hearing you know in the background. I'm like, I want to hear something that's about to change the game tomorrow for me. Okay, give me some fruit. Give me some nourishment. Right, and this book does that. At every single chapter, I'm like, oh my god, why didn't I listen? To it? You know, it's such a good book. I kind of get it. Email. Such a I good book for anyone who owns a business. It's so, like it literally takes. Everything that I learned in the last 11 years about being an entrepreneur to like, I'm like, I don't know nothing about being an entrepreneur because this book just puts it in perspective, especially for one that I've been doing this for 11 years and I'm getting to a place in my life. I'm like, okay, I'm a wig maker, but is that what I really want to do in 20 years? Right. I never questioned being a wig maker because that's what I love. Right. But I'm like, wig making is the beginning of who I want to be. It's, it's not the, the end. Journey. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the end. I really thought it was the end. I'm like, I'm leaving my regular job that I worked for for 13 years. Finally right. got my own business, and I'm finding out that that is just the beginning. That's exciting, is it not? It's amazing. But oh I didn't goodness. know that till I read this book. I understand. That's exciting. That's Blew my mind. Exciting. I was like, what? I mean, the book pretty much the premise. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but it just pretty much tells you that it's not about everything we're chasing like we're chasing success and this but it's about chasing true happiness and true happiness comes from freedom i did a um that reminds me of this thing i did i did a business webinars um i want to say her name was mariah king or king mariah i believe uh, please don't butcher me however she was saying that some of the things that you need to pinpoint before you start a business is are your actual needs so if you say that you want success We'll dig a little bit deeper. What does success mean to you? Right. And in the process, well, success does not mean fame. Success means stability. So as long as I'm stable, I'm happy. Right. So then my sh- my shift goes from being successful and that fame to well, as long as my company is stable and growing, I'm pretty much happy. Yeah. So it's it's very very interesting. You have to get you have to kind of understand your core before you get into anything. But you really need to dig deep. And figure out where you want to go. Yeah. Um, are you a spiritual person by any chance? I am. Okay, awesome. So I say that to say, I had a realization moment too where I was like, okay, this is, I thought this is, was the path and this is what God wanted me to do as a uh, creative director because I knew a lot of people and I knew my, my, I guess my secret power was the connectivity. I could connect you with a photographer that's really good. I connect, you know, a producer with an artist that's really well. Like that. That was my, I was the middleman in a sense. Awesome. Um, so it was cool because a lot of people got to branch out and do great things because of the connectivity that I presented. Um, so I thought that was the purpose of my life. It wasn't until, um, I think it was my, my sophomore, my junior year of college, and I had this um, epiphany, so to speak, and God spoke to me. I feel like he really spoke to me directly. He said that this isn't it. What you're doing is not for you. You're not living the life of your own. You're living a life for others. And I was like, wow. How weird is it to live a whole life that's not my own? I was like, wait a minute, does that mean if I like if I die today, like it's not my life that I'm killing? Like, <laughs> what are you saying to me? Like, I don't really have this like whole yeah. life moment. Like, it's crazy. But slowly, uh, he presented to me different pathways and different projects and different avenues of income. And I was like, oh, I get it. 
what you're instilling in me and what you're doing with you know blood talk or just be i am here to create opportunity you put me here to create opportunity because the opportunity that I present is not necessarily for me to utilize but it's always for someone else to generate and continuously use over longevity so it's it's amazing once you realize that um what you thought was the beginning the was, obvious i it was just uh, to yeah i totally understand what you're saying it was not even that yeah. it's like there's so much more it's like yeah. wow it was just one little thing like god is like the he, he is the creator so he's putting all these ingredients together to make this person right it's amazing but you're like oh this is it i'm like oh no it's just an ingredient oh but then the whole when you get the whole package how just search you know what are you great at what brings you joy what would you do for free because i get that a lot people are like so what is my purpose what i still don't know what mine is i'm still trying to figure it out but i know i'm moving towards what makes me feel good mm-hmm. and it feels easy there's no stress about it whether i get paid for it i don't get paid for it anyone watches it nobody recognizes it it makes me happy so whatever that is is what i'm doing lately and it's teaching and it's educating and it's providing people with information that they, they're not going to find anywhere. Uh, helping people with a small business or big business or middle business or having people be more financially stable by, I'm not going to teach you because I'm learning too, but right. I'll tell you what I'm reading that's helping so can, me on that path so we can learn together. Right. So that's kind of what I enjoy doing. Do I have money? Do I get paid to do it? No, I don't know how to monetize that. However, I know how it makes me feel on the inside. And that pushes me to work harder as a wig maker. And then sometimes that just, that token of appreciation or token of love that you get from not even from it's money, amazing. it's so much more fulfilling. Yeah, it really it is. It's so much more fulfilling. Knowing really that you is. just made a difference to somebody. Yeah, it really awesome. does feel good, so. We're gonna take it to a small intermission. This is uh, your girl, Yo Callie, listening to Blood Talk TV. I'm here with Miss Jane from the Virgin Hair Fantasy. Awesome. Um, we're, we're listening to Two Million, so definitely um, check us out for that.